What's up and welcome back to another kind of funny reaction, this time to Invincible, the Amazon series episode four. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez, Kevin Coelho. I was muted. Episode four. Greg Miller. Muted. I really like Invincible. <clears throat> they do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time. You know, like you know, you know. Trying to do the Viltrumite logo, but we haven't seen it yet, but it's so Oh, cool. <laughs> I see it, Nick. That's cool. That I see looks it, Nick. nasty. That That's looks cool. nasty. Do you like uh, it every time, Kevin? You really like that? I just think I it's don't. dumb. I, I hate it. It's I hate it. I, I think I'm it's dumb. It's grown on me where it's like, ah, they did it. And everyone that's sitting with me is like, oh, you're such a child. Yeah, it's my least favorite part of the show, for yeah. sure. Uh, but there's nothing to not like about this show that you could watch on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Or you could also listen to it as a podcast. Just search for the kind of funny screencast and we'll be there. We're going to rename it eventually. But for now, kind of funny screencast feed is the feed for all of our reaction content. Uh, Nick, let's start with you. What do you think of this episode of Invincible? Uh, I really liked it. I really liked this show. Um, I was telling Kevin before we started it. What's cool is that. Um, I know they're changing some stuff up. Some stuff are keeping the same. I don't remember a lot of the smaller story beats. Mm -hmm. I remember the grand sweeping ones, which I'm looking forward to. But how we get there is is it, it's just been too long since I've read the source material. So a lot of the stuff, specifically this episode with him going to Mars and like the face huggers and that that other species of of uh, alien was was uh, kind of new to me. I was like, oh right, it was, it was so long ago. So it's exciting to watch it all again. I thought this episode was great. Um, I I love how it ended. I love that last image of the wave of. You know, they just need one like symbiont to like bring it all together. Yeah, There's yeah, that yeah. wave of aliens good and the Martians are like, fuck. Um, <laughs> I think it's cool, man. I think it's really good. Uh, okay. one, one quick note for Nick. I was wrong about the No, but they are changing different. some stuff. They're right? still they're, shaking they're it up. Sure, sure. I mean, not as drastically as you thought it, but yeah. So I don't know if you to me, walked I think that's away cool. No, no, no. I, I saw that part. Yeah, I, I realized that we, yeah, we were discussing that, but whether or not the Martian stuff was different. But I like that they're changing some small stuff. And you know, to me, I don't. I, it's just it's not a story that I've gone back and reread. Um, and now I kind of want to after this whole thing's done. Um, mm. But that's going to be a few more seasons, I imagine. And you, you'll think? break. You'll break and read before then. I had to come borrow again from you, Greg. <laughs> it's fine. I got all twelve right here. All right, cool. Andy, what do um, you think? I dug it quite a bit. I'm not sure what these. Face suckers mean for the future. Like, it, are the face suckers the White Walkers? And we're dealing with all the other stuff between who, you know, did Omni Man kill them? Well, we know he did, but you know what I mean. Are they going to figure out who killed Omni Man? And really, there's this larger threat in the background. Um, I don't really know what it means at all for the story, but I'm excited. Like, every, every sort of instance of there being uh, confrontation between. You know, Omni-Man and Cecil, I love everything happening there. I love uh, Damien Darkblood and that whole uh, sort of storyline and him being sent back and being like, Cecil, you fucking know the truth. And him being like, I know, but I got to do what I... I got. Let me work this, right? We're, we're kind of doing a long play here. Uh, it's just super interesting and intriguing, and I'm super stoked to see what the... What what the solution's gonna be? Because it's just it's man, I, I'm like I get anxiety from it. It's really good. <laughs> Kev, what about you? Um, so I am really enjoying everything. I think it's all awesome. Having a great time. I am. There is one storyline that I'm like, why are you doing this so early? Like, I don't feel like the setup for this is correct because like we need to build the relationship that. 
this character Show has. Show your cards. Like who? The, who? I, the, the robot, the robot stuff. Though. Where it's like, yeah. why is, okay. why is no, robot was... doing this? It was, uh, like, from what I remember, and I'm, I'm trying to be as vague as possible for Andy. Sure, yeah, you don't want to ruin like, it for people who haven't read it. Yeah, that was, a, like, a celebratory thing that he did after, you know, certain things happen. Not, like, fun celebration, but, like, you know, respectful celebration. Yeah, and and I, I feel, feel like, like it's, it's in. I feel like it's in t- tune with where we're going, right? Or I, I don't know. I think robots meant to be this character I, right now. Of like, can we trust this guy? Who is this guy? Sure, but I I feel like there's a change that happens in robots' character in the future that mm-hmm. kind of leads robot to where he's going, and mm-hmm. before that change happens, uh, you know, like he yeah, they're he speeding was it up a little bit, and, yeah, for and, sure. But like, I feel like they're speeding it up, but. There's also like he goes into the Flaxon universe for some time, and that you know what I mean. Like so, again, sure, I'm trying sure, to sure, sure. be vague, but don't also even worry about it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's well, just here's like, the, so let's throw that away. Do you not think it's working right now? No, yeah. I mean, it, that's the thing. It it is working and it's cool. They're definitely setting us up. I mean, like they, they've peppered in all these little Easter uh, or not Easter. The, Easter these little buttons. moments. These little moments. <laughs> peeps. Uh, these little moments that we're like, oh, what's going on here? But it's just one of those things that I like, and and that and that's the problem with being like the comic book reader, where you're just like, oh, I like, I think I know where this is going, but it's like, I should trust them. They're you totally. know, Mar- or Robert. Kirkman knows what he's doing. It's so cool. It's Robert Kirkman no. was just on the Kind of Funny podcast. Everybody should check he it was? out. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. And of course, never heard of him. he hates Nick. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch it on podcast services around the globe. I thought it was a great episode. You know what I mean? Like, again, I, I'm not hung up on anything that they've changed or haven't changed or are changing. Uh, I'm along for the ride. I like it. Uh, I like the way they're playing uh, Debbie and Nolan. Uh, you know, I appreciated that. Like, obviously, it's it's very similar to the comics, but also different in a couple different ways. And so to see her vocalizing her concerns, right, and to see the way he's playing her and the way he takes her to this thing, right, and takes her on this thing and gives her just enough information and then do you trust me? And then he doesn't want to go fight the, the monster behind him or whatever. Like, I appreciate how they're doing that. Uh, I, you know, I liked the uh, continuation or whatever, I guess, the, this interpretation of Mark and Amber and then having to deal with going to Mars for two weeks. Like, I'm glad they kept the sandwich joke. I was very happy to see him bust out the sandwich and bite into it and explode because, of course, yeah. it'd be freeze-dried or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, pack a lunch my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I appreciated that. Uh, I liked. Uh, I, I love the face huggers as a uh, you know creatures that we'll have to deal with here and in the future. And so their you know debut here, I popped for. I was excited for it. Uh, I liked obviously uh, you know the panel to panel of Mark and the astronauts running. I really dug you know uh, having the Martian shapeshifter in the thing look around and just like in the comic and notice he has the flag wrong and change the flag because he has a passion for graphic design to make it match. Like I really dug this episode i i i'm really it's nice it was nice to put it back on you know after what i feel like it's been i guess a week off but it feels longer than that i I guess we watched a little bit earlier than friday last week yeah and it's that thing of getting back in and easing back into this universe and seeing them flesh it all out i really appreciative of that 
Yeah. I, this is my favorite episode so far, and it cements that I think the show is very, very special. I liked the, the first three, but now that everything's set up and they can just kind of go buck wild where it's mm-hmm. like, cool, we're, we're past the, the twist, we're past kind of setting up all these like characters, now we can just have them do things. And it is superhero as fuck. I love Damien Darkblood being exercised and like them just being like, that was yeah, awesome. The, the audience is going to understand what's happening. Like We, they, we yeah. don't need this whole backstory of magic and blah, blah, blah. No. They fucking get it. It's explained the, so quickly. So quickly and so perfectly succinctly in just a way we're like we get it cool this is a superhero universe that's existed before we started watching it and i i think they're doing a great job with that especially with the beginning of the episode uh with the egyptian tombs or or wherever that is right and like the just the bait and switch you know and like having the what looks like the swarm of locusts but like oh no that was just mark flying poorly like so fun uh creative uses of like the the main characters doing things while the world is existing as a character around them. And that's, that is so cool to me. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less less a lot of people at kind of funny have been using HelloFresh, including kevin isn't that right yep and i love it what do you love most about HelloFresh, kev so we do the vegetarian options because paul is a vegetarian and mm-hmm. i can't believe how many different vegetarian foods i'm eating that are phenomenal there's so many that's great. That's great. And that's the whole thing. HelloFresh gives you a ton of options based on uh, your diet, based on what type of food you're looking for. Uh, they offer the ex- the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. Uh, so you can go to HelloFresh.com slash morning12 and use code morning12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash morning12. Next up, I want to give a shout out to BetterHelp, our new sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but 2020 and 2021 have been tough, so you might also want to be taking care of your minds. I mean, definitely, you 100% do. It's been really rough. Uh, there's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you need it to be, whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings. A lot of people battle with their temper or their stress, and it's about to kill them, or they have depression, anxiety, PTSD, the list goes on. If this is you, you can use therapy to get some tools that help make life easier. Uh, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And that's great. You know, I know a lot of people... have a feeling that one way or another about this type of stuff. And I feel love that this kind of gives you the options to do it at your own pace. And so that you feel comfortable. We're always talking to kind of funny about how important mental health is. And this is a, a great way of uh, great couple steps that you could be taking to, to deal with it. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by better health and all of you listeners can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash morning. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash morning. Betterhelp.com slash morning. And that's one of the things that, you know, the comic does so well. And I think, honestly, the comic does 
in a longer stretch of time uh, is establish the fact that there is a wide, wide world slash universe of things happening and characters going on here. And like, you know, some of the people that will we've already been introduced to that you think are a throwaway that you'll see again later on and become more and more important as they go on. That's awesome. But it is this thing of, you know, what is the Egyptian tomb? All right, cool. That's just happening, right? Like there's so many things going on in this world as we watch, you know, the continuation of the Mahler twins, right? As they continue uh, to come back and do that. And like, there's so many awesome things and them layering in all this awesome, rich content that's going to pay off. And really, uh, as you're saying, Tim, fleshes out the world as being so much bigger than Omni-Man and Invincible. Yeah, yeah there's and, a lot. That, you know, with, go for it, Eddie. I was going to say, there's tons of elements like that that are interesting. And it, you know, obviously something we watched recently was, Godzilla King of the Monsters, or Godzilla versus Kong, and even Godzilla King of the Monsters, but when they are cutting back to characters that you may not be super interested in, you kind of roll your eyes and go, oh, I forgot they were in this fucking show. Sure. But yeah. in this show, everything, everybody's doing something really intriguing and something that I'm interested in, and I want to know what the implications are. And so when they cut to the Mauler twins, I'm like, oh, yeah, the fuck? I forgot that, wow, he's making his little clone. He's throwing beef patties to kind of build his his brother <laughs> or whatever. That's really neat. He's that protein. <laughs> and then they cut away immediately and go to something else that's immediately as interesting as the last thing you saw. So that's one thing I appreciate, that everything feels super fleshed out, even though it hasn't been on screen for that long. Um, again, with like- the Damien the Darkblood moment, I just wanted to point out of them being like, you don't have the book you need. He's like, oh, the page or whatever. Yeah, we we kind of were able to put it together. Just, and yeah, immediately, I, yeah. immediately, you know, and I, it sort of just uh, reminds me of uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, when Sauron is like, or or um, uh, what's his name? Um, Gandalf arrives at at Sauruman's place and is like, you're using the Palantirs, the Seeing Stones. They're not all accounted for. How are you? Like, you shouldn't be using the Seeing Stone right now. And just like three lines of dialogue, you understand fully what the hell's going on. The same with Damien Darkblood. Like, you understand all of the magic shit. You don't, we don't need a full prologue of somebody giving you exposition about how the page of whatever, Damien right, Darkblood, sure, he sure. is this exercising thing. Nah, it's all right there. It's super fast and it's easy to understand. And it, it's great. It's just great storytelling. And it's nice to see like the touchstones back to it, right? Again, where I think even just having Rex and Monster Girl have that moment, right? And it is that thing I'm like, oh no! And then Ro- Robot says it all as much, but like, is that a seed for something that's going to happen later? Is it just a distraction for Robot to get uh, uh, his blood? Well, you, you know, you have to wait and see. You know, with something that Nick was saying, I totally agree with it. I'm so lucky that I'm in in this position. Although it seems like every position's good for this show, whether you are a avid comic reader, a casual comic reader, or somebody new to this like Andy this show has something for you but I love that I have read every single issue of Invincible but it was a long time ago and I don't remember so much of this like to the point that I'm like was that character even in the comic I don't remember but like I'm enjoying it because when they get to Mars there was like shots of him running away from the big army I'm like oh my god I remember this but I was like I don't remember where it goes and then when I when it has the thing of like the face sucker is like gets the human I'm like I do remember this and it's fucking awesome. And it's like this constant thing of like, you know, what Andy was saying of the show is really doing a good job building itself and and being interesting. It's like, yeah, it's building this world and I know where the world goes and I love that. So it's like, it's kind of just kind of continuously rewarding us as, as viewers, no matter what level of fandom you have for it, because it's just simply a good story with good characters. Agreed. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's doing the same thing that the comics <laughs> did. Um, it's doing the same thing the comics did as I was reading them, right? I mean, I, I, there was a moment where 
um, when I first started reading, obviously I was catching up and Greg gave me the compendiums and I got, I got through the first, like, I don't know, five volumes. And then I was like, shit, now I have to read these as they're coming out every month. And I love slash hate that. And that's right where I'm at with this. I'm like, just Amazon. Can you just give them all to us? Let's go. I want to see where this goes. But then, of course, I'm going to be a spoiled child. Read the, the books whole, the again. Whole, I know. When the whole uh, season's over with, I'm going to want season two immediately, too. So it's, uh, yeah. it's great. It's keeping me going. I cannot wait for next week. Uh, just a little thing to note. Right now, the compendiums are like $20 a pop. So you can get all of Invincible for like 60 or 70 But if I, if, I, if, I, if I con my way into Greg's house as an air-conditioned repair con, man, con and I say, like, I won't let excuse you in, me, right? sir, I brought some Starbucks, and I'm here I to think, repair yeah, Also, at Comixology right? right now, the front page has in Robert, uh, Robert Kirkman's sale featuring Invincible's 50% off, and then it is on Comixology Unlimited. I'm not sure if it's the entirety of it. No, I'm looking right now. it's just the first, like, 50 issues, I think. I think I probably, okay. have, a, I, I think I probably have a lot of them Yeah, Volume Comixology. 7, it looks like, through Volume 7, is up on Comixology Unlimited right now, cool. and I cannot recommend you reading invincible enough everyone go to support your local comic book shop sorry my camera died uh yeah get out there and do that and again i i I personally like i think i've seen so many conversations about if you should read invincible if you shouldn't read invincible while you're watching the show personally i love knowing where the comic goes not because i think i'm getting the show spoiled but because i wonder if the number one the show is actually going to deliver on the, the storylines we know and then number two if it's going to follow them verbatim right like i that's, i'm yeah that's yeah. the thing like kevin was talking about right where even even some of the stuff with robot and rex and and, and all those other characters you're like it's it's sped up and i think you're going to get a lot more details and a lot more yeah. story if you read the comic books really you can't go wrong right i mean you always have the opportunity to go back and read the comic books um this is always the question you have like i, ha- I used to ask myself with like harry potter and things like that where i'm like should i wait or Lord of the Rings, right? Should I read the book right before the movie or vice versa? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a different experience. But I would say read the comics as well, for sure. Either, either you read them now or you read them after the show, but read them because you're getting You'll never make it. Show. Once the, once this season ends, you're going to want to be right back to it. You're yeah, going to be right. You're going to you're going to need to know what's going on. Absolutely. That's what I think the best course of action is. If I hadn't read it, I would watch the season through the rest of the end and then read the book from beginning to end because I couldn't stop myself. It's but awesome. that's the sad thing. We're halfway through the show already. No, that's the problem with three episodes being released at once. But yeah, this and Falcon and Winter Soldier both halfway done. It definitely did that thing last night where I was like, man, I know this is going to end at any second here, but I just hope that for some reason this is the episode that's got an extra 20 minutes in it because I'm like, I love where this story's (laughs) going. It's going to be super long. That's what I I just want. I just want it, man. I want more of the story. And I'm actually like, now you guys got me hyped up, Greg. I might need to borrow those books again. Any chance you read it? Me? Yeah. Or Nick? Andy? Oh, no. No. Very quick. Very quick. It's not grabbing me that much. It's not grabbing me that much. I don't got time to read. No, I mean, it doesn't matter what the book is. Like, you could show me the book that proves that aliens are on another planet. I'd be like, I'm sure it's good. Like, I believe you. And he reads the five-star review and the one-star review, and he's like, eh. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) just based on my free time. Like, I when I get in bed, it's like, I'm going to sleep, and if I'm not asleep, I am playing a video game or streaming or something comics go real fast though like they fly by like it, 140 some odd issue sounds like a lot but you'll be done with it in i'll like tell you andy four or five days you, you put it in the bathroom and you read it while you're taking a kiki i don't take kiki. long kikis 
You gotta take Martin Kiki. Now you will. Now you will. But if you put you put an invincible book in there, trust me, these Kiki's are gonna get it. Stretch those Kiki's out nice and long. This has been our reaction to Invincible episode four. We will be back next week talking about episode five. And if you're interested in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we also have our reactions to that live over on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Podcast Services. Search for Kind of Funny Screencast. Till next time, I love you all. Goodbye. All right, buddy.